0: Welcome back to Young and Getting Wiser. It's your host, Caitlin here. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. As always, I'm really pumped for what we have to talk about today because it's very advice-driven. And this one is a very special episode going out to all of my people in college, maybe you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, trying to live up these last moments. But I'm here to tell you all of my personal advice that I have gathered over the past four years Dishing it all out to you in a big sister way and just kind of telling you everything that I wish I could go back and tell myself if I were to ever miraculously go back and do it all over again. So I have graciously compiled a list of 20 things and lessons and pointers that I would go back and tell my college self that I am now ready to. Tell the world and tell all of you so that hopefully this can help someone out there who might need to hear a little reminder about something. Whether you're just starting college, you're in the middle of it, you're at the tail end of it, or if you didn't go to college or you're out of it, this can give you some good time to maybe reflect on what you did learn in your four years that came right after high school and everything that I'm about to say is based on my personal experiences through my time at college so you might have some more pointers that you would be willing to share and if you do let me know on the Instagram and I'd love to put that up for someone who might be curious but yeah I ended up looking through journals and voice memos and iphone notes and collected all of the main ideas of the things i would write about so without further ado i want to start this off by giving a little bit of background to where i went to college what it was like just generally because i think a lot of people's advice is very contextual and it has to do with where they are basing their experiences off of I went to Penn State University, which is a very large public university in central Pennsylvania, the middle of nowhere, and it's like a town that was kind of built around the university, so everything was eat, sleep, breathe, Penn State for me. I came from out of state, so going into college, I didn't really know home friends, I didn't really have like a solid starter base, so it felt like I had to work a little bit harder to kind of find a group of friends that I really aligned with and really stuck with. I did have a COVID semester. I was in college, I was in my sophomore year during COVID. So we were total online school, but I was still living up at Penn State during that time. So I guess that's worth noting, that was crazy. And I can't wait to tell my future kids that one day because that's like such a, a big flex, but also a terrible thing to have happened. Penn State specifically, and I think this can go for any larger university, is very easy to feel lost in the sauce with. Like if you don't have a group that you are kind of assigning yourself to or you find a club or an organization or maybe it's Greek life or something like that for you, you might feel really lost. And I noticed that freshman year especially because I wasn't obviously involved in anything freshman year, first semester. Everyone's just finding their footing. And I think one of the big prefaces I wanted to put to all this advice is like, big school, small school, regardless of where you are, just try to get involved. It's the most corny advice. And I remember I was sitting at, A restaurant with my mom one of the weekends before moving into my freshman dorm and the server at the table told me (laughs) I think my mom asked for advice for me which is like so embarrassing at the time but I'm really grateful I heard this because now here I am repeating this advice but she was like this is gonna sound so corny but you need to get involved with something and I hated hearing that because that's all you hear every day like when especially when you're looking at advice for college stuff it's repetitive it's boring but it's true So that's going to lead me into my first bullet point that I wanted to emphasize for you guys from my little list, and that is your circle makes or breaks your experience. You will go through so many friend circles, maybe not so many, but you're going to try out different circles and figure out what fits the best. You're going to hang with some for like a year or maybe like a couple months or something like that, and then you'll probably both collectively move on or you'll stick with one and then this one friend group is going to make your experience so amazing i've had some amazing friend groups in college and honestly all of them i still talk to today and they've made my experience so fun in each little group's unique way i really like having multiple friend groups i think that there's a lot of beauty in that if you're someone who is only like a one friend group person or multiple friend group person i think everyone's different in that way just preference wise but your group your circle will make or break your experience just as it did in any work situation you're in or high school even or like just any social situation you surround yourself with people you want to either become or who are really fun to hang out with or even people you just have a good time partying with safely so that's number one my next point is to put yourself out there especially when you're meeting new people and you never know the impact that you're going out on a limb to meet this person will have on your college experience. I have a personal story from this freshman year, it was move-in day. I was like all packed or all unpacked and I was getting ready to go to the dining hall <laughs> and I stopped by my uh, two doors over dorm neighbor and I this was very out of character for me at the time, but I was like hi, like, I'm Caitlin, just wanted to introduce myself, and I didn't want to do this to anyone else on the floor for some reason, I was just drawn to this girl's room, shout out Elena, and long story short, we ended up becoming really good friends, and we lived together pretty much three years of college, and I met Lexi through that too, Lexi was also my roommate three years of college, and just so much bloomed from that little going out on a limb that I did that first week of school. Next up on the list, I'm gonna say these kind of quick because I have 20 freaking things to go through. I don't know why I signed us all up for this, but we're doing it because it's helping someone out there. I know it is. Trust that you will find something that you're studying or a major that you will thrive in. Trust this because you might go into college with some random major that got you into the university in the first place something like what I did but the beauty of most colleges that I know of is that you can change your major whenever probably up to like senior junior year you can't but freshman sophomore year figure out what your strengths are naturally for me my strengths come with like English-based things and communications-based things so naturally I was like what's gonna help these strengths okay PR I literally had one of those books where it's like what are you good at what job might match what you're good at and seriously I think that that helps a lot because prior to PR I was biology and one thing I'm not good at is memorizing tiny little bones in the skull that's just not my thing and I feel like I would have put myself through hell I would have been on a completely different track right now the point of that story is you are good at something everyone's good at at least one thing one or two three four five six seven eight nine ten things if you don't know what you're gonna do later what you wanted to be as a child just literally pick something that's flexible like business econ pr I'm trying to think of other flexible things english And then just pick a job that you want initially. You don't have to plan for 10 years out of the future. This might be going against your parents' advice or your mentors, but like I said, this is just my experience. To piggyback off of that, I wanna also say that I learned that minors are not end all be all and they don't matter as much as I think a lot of universities make them feel like they matter. A lot of programs, you might need one to graduate and that's totally different case scenario. For my program, personally, I did not need a minor to graduate. It has not come up in job interviews for me. And it's not really something that people talk about outside of the university world, I've noticed. Take that how you will. But I found that really helpful when I was struggling with credits at one point. And I thought I'd pass that information on. There's always options to not do a minor. It's not the end of the world if you don't do one. One of the most important things my advisor has ever told me was as long as you know how to sell yourself that's what matters at the end of the day on on top of that degree obviously but if you know how to talk yourself up and you have the confidence behind your accomplishments and the knowledge that you do have that'll get you girl. Next I have a point to utilize those free resources like career fairs. Advisors and those free events that hold your hand through these things that you're going to need for finding a job in the future and also Use the software like Adobe, Zoom, Microsoft, and a lot of those programs that a lot of colleges will give to their students for free. Utilize that because I'm now post-grad realizing that all of these free programs that I had in college, I now have to pay like $300 for of my own money. Yeah, definitely use that to your advantage before you actually have to pay out of pocket for it because you never know how much you need it until you actually start needing it in the real world. Next up, I'm passing on a piece of information that was told to me, but join a club that's academic, leisure, and social. And once you have all three of those, you might set yourself up for a nice and balanced college experience. On the topic of joining clubs, I do want to say that you don't need to rush Greek life if it's not for you. I think especially, I can only speak from the girl point of view but freshman year that was all anyone talked about on my all girls dorm floor and just know there are other options if you don't think that greek life is for you i've seen it be so beneficial for my girls that did rush greek life and it seems super super fun um, in a lot of ways but i think there are other options there and that's not often talked about hear me out on this next one but I wish I could tell my freshman yourself to not spend too much time studying that you forget to have fun. And usually it's the other way around, but I really think that it's easy to get wrapped up, especially first and second year in the homework part of it and the balancing 18 plus credits part of it. But you can miss a couple of assignments once you learn how to calculate those assignments in terms of point averages and all that stuff. I was never good at that. I had my friends do that for me. But that will save you tons of time and it'll free up some of your nights. Don't spend a Thursday and Friday night hold up in your books. Unless, of course, your college career is depending on it, then do that. Sometimes you got to make those sacrifices, you know. But just always keep in mind, there comes a time when you can give yourself that break. We're finishing up the more freshman geared information. So I just want to say the freshman year is the hardest year of college for many people. And that first semester, everyone else feels lonely too. Everyone else is in a very similar boat where they're not really sure why they came to the school, thinking about transferring, not meeting the people they want. And I do want to say that the people that kind of seem like they have all of their shit figured out that first couple, those first few weeks of school and have all these friends and going to all these parties... Those are most likely home friends and I'm not bashing people who had home friends. I'm just saying if you don't have home friends going into a college, that can also be a very fun thing and it opens a lot of new doors for you and just know that you're going to meet your people if you, if you don't go into college with your people. You're going to meet them. All good things take time and it's about putting yourself out there and getting involved as we've said in the past 10 minutes. <laughs> now moving into the more juicy advice. I want to say, this one isn't juicy per se, but it's very, it's a hot take, and this goes for bar schools. If you go to a school where you have to be 21 to go to the bars and you're not entering under 21, if you know what I'm saying, this is for you, and this comes from someone who was May birthday, so I wasn't 21 until my second semester of junior year, and everyone else was. 21 is great, but do not take apartment parties and under 21 stuff for granted, the amount of times I wished I wasn't at the same college bar every night and was able to go to like <laughs> frats or apartment parties and not feel like I'm only hanging out with freshmen and sophomores. Like that is such a valuable time and it's such a special time and you actually end up missing it, which I fully did not expect because I was so anticipating 21. It's part of the thing about college that makes it so college. It's just like having those non-bar experiences. So don't knock that down. One thing that I wish I would have done is explore the area around my college earlier. So I realized at the very end of my time at Penn State that the surrounding town was so gorgeous, so nature-y, and it had very unique characters throughout it, other than the college students, obviously. So like doing that and finding that new study spot that you haven't worked at before and just taking the initiative to really go outside of what you're used to in your usual Venturings around campus, around downtown, it opens up a lot of opportunities and beauty that you may not have seen prior to finding your little routine and things that you like to stick with. Next up, I want to urge all of you listening to take advantage of your network. You're going to meet some brilliant minds, your professors, your advisors, alumni that come by and guest speak. A lot of universities always have these keynote speakers that you can have an opportunity to introduce yourself to or little panels where you can go and speak to people in the industry you're interested in. Like, Do not knock that. Don't bash the on-campus events because those things are so valuable and they seem dumb to go to because none of your friends are going to them. But seriously, if you utilize that and you create that network and really connect with these people and start building a professional relationship, that's going to benefit you so much in getting a job and having mentors and having really smart people by your side. So there's only five left and these last five are some of my favorites for different reasons. So this one goes out to mostly the girls. I asked some guys if they've experienced this, and I think it's a little different for guys, but I want all the girls going into college to know that you are prettier than you think you are. And when you enter college and you see all of these new pretty faces and all of these new beautiful girls that you didn't grow up around or you didn't even know existed in real life and off of Instagram, it can be a little intimidating I know I faced that freshman year and I was like, whoa, this is a whole new playing field. And I feel like crap about myself now because I'm comparing what I look like to these people from different states who I didn't know all had this certain type of vibe and all the things that come with that. But just know that you are prettier than you freaking think you are. And someone's beauty doesn't bash your own. You probably look so much better than you are imagining yourself to be based off of this self-comparison. And looking like everyone else does not guarantee your prettiness or your confidence. So spend less time trying to dress like everyone else and look like everyone else and more time focusing on building up your self-worth, your self-acceptance, and knowing that you are beautiful no matter what the fuck you look like, no matter if you have acne, no matter if you don't have the newest trendy clothes or bleached hair or whatever like the trend at your college is because I feel like every college has their own beauty standards which is a whole nother topic and I think it's really interesting to look into I know this one's way easier said than done but just try to remind yourself that along the way work on self-love and remind your friends that too a big factor that I think plays into that whole like insecurity that tends to come out in early college and girls specifically is male validation so this next one is for the girls as well I want to tell every freshman girl out there, do not base your self-worth off of male attention. Especially not these little frat boys who are like 18, haven't washed their sheets in three months, don't wash their face, probably have a checkered bedspread. <laughs> it can be tempting, yeah, cuz like everyone's the same age, but trust me that you're going to look back one day after graduating and be like, "Why? Don't. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Love yourself more than any other person's external validation." On the same topic, this one might be a little harsh, but leave the high school relationship at home. There are some that work, yes, but From my experience in hearing people's stories and just noticing things, it typically doesn't work and it just holds you back from living your full life, especially if it's a long distance scenario. Really dig deep and evaluate if you want to take this relationship to college before you waste hours and hours on the phone crying and just talking about stupid drama. Just evaluate it. I know a few happy couples that have lasted since high school and I have mad respect for them. So I'm just going to leave that one there. We're going to leave it at that. Decide what's best for you and your beau and just start that new chapter accordingly. This leads me to my next and third final point. You will find what's worth it with time. So whether that's a long distance relationship you have formed in college or a long distance friendship, Or a friendship in general that kind of has its ups and downs, an internship, literally everything you're going to find what's worth your time. And I think that's one of the most interesting parts about going through college and the older you get and the more mature you get is you're going to see this and it'll fall into your lap. And there's really not much you can do to expedite that process and you shouldn't want to. Because you're going to learn all of this and this is going to teach you so much for your future. In my experience, I've had drama that I've realized isn't worth the hour-long gossip sessions and it's not worth all of the energy we're putting into it. I've had friends that aren't worth the energy and the constant back and forth. But I've also had a relationship that's so worth it. I've had friendships that are extremely worth it. And just so many situations that were worth it and it was up to me. To really divide out for myself and my personal values what I wanted to spend my energy on. To wrap up, my very last two points that I have and pieces of advice that I wanna share is have those wine nights, have the sleepovers with your friends, even though you guys live next door. Make the mistakes, make those memories, make the most of it. Be smart, be proactive about your future, and just enjoy your time. Life is so much of the experiences that we make within it and I learned that definitely throughout my four years and leaving school after my senior year, I was filled with gratitude because of the amount of people that I accumulated through my experience. People make it or break it and this brings me back to my first point. It's a beautiful thing. So Meet some amazing people that you're going to take with you for the rest of your life and that are going to help you grow. Relationships and interpersonal relationships are the number one key to long-term fulfillment. So maybe go in with that deep little piece of knowledge and see where that takes you. Very lastly, utilize that student discount. You don't realize how many things you can actually get for it, but like go on TikTok, do your research, find out what you can get for cheap, and then do it. And also utilize that excuse that you don't know anything because you're just a college student. That's a really fun excuse to have and you're not going to get that at any other point in your life. My voice has become completely raspy from this episode. I hope that this advice was helpful for whoever needed to hear it. And I wish you all a very great back-to-school season if you are headed that direction. If you're not and you're like me and this is your first summer actually not going back to school in your life... This is fun. I'm kind of liking it. (laughs) This was so much fun to have the opportunity to reflect on my past four years and go back on everything and relive kind of the emotional side of a lot of the growth that came with college for me. And I'm really excited to hear about the feedback for this episode, see if it resonated for anyone. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in today. This was Young and Getting Wiser. I'm your host, Caitlin. Thanks so much for listening once again, and I will see you next Thursday.